Welcome to another week. Uh, with the Senate now adjourned for the holidays and Biden's Build Back Better social and climate package stalled, his remaining agenda is now at the mercy of the 2022 midterm election year. It's a perilous time to get anything done. So what should be Biden's and the Democrats' first priority when the Senate returns in January? That's the big question. Biden wants to get his Build Back Better package passed, of course, but it's more important that the Senate act on voting rights immediately. Republican state legislatures will soon begin drawing partisan congressional maps that federal legislation could outlaw. Several states have already changed election laws in ways making it harder for people in minority communities to vote and giving Republican legislatures greater power over election outcomes. Now, to be sure, any new national voting rights legislation depends on altering the Senate filibuster so that 50 Democratic senators plus the vice president can pass voting rights. Senate Republicans have made it absolutely crystal clear they won't support any voting rights legislation. So it becomes obvious the necessity of Senate Democrats agreeing to carve out voting rights from the filibuster. Now, Look, I, I want to emphasize the urgency of this uh, because it hasn't received, I don't think, the nearly uh, the urgency and, and attention it deserves. Since the 2020 election, the foundations of American democracy have been gravely weakened. Just last Saturday, three top retired generals warned of a potential civil war in 2024 unless action is taken soon. Saving American democracy requires stopping three powerful forces that are on the way to destroying it. The first is Trump's big lie that the 2020 election was stolen from him. It's now believed by about 60% of Republican voters. The lie conveniently fits with the Republican Party's insight that Democratic trends work against it unless it shrinks the electorate. The second is big anger spread by the media, especially Fox News and Facebook. It's boosting their ratings and revenues by inciting divisiveness, racism, panic, and paranoia. As a result, it's undermining the trust that democracy depends on. The third threat is big money from large corporations and wealthy individuals. It's, it's inundating political campaigns, supporting one-sided issue ads and bribing lawmakers on both sides of the aisle to support measures that will further enrich corporations and the wealthy and block measures that will cost them. Look, the big lie, big anger, and big money, they reinforce each other because they all depend on Americans believing that democracy is rigged against them. And to a shameful extent, let's be clear, it is. Urgent steps must be taken to counter all three. The first step, is to set national voting rights standards in light of Trump's big lie. Senate Democrats must enact the Freedom to Vote Act and the John Lewis Voting Rights Advancement Act as soon as possible in January, when they have a chance to prevent an even larger wave of Republican state lawmakers' efforts to suppress votes and take over electoral machinery. If they fail to do this, they will be complicit with the Republican Party in using Trump's big lie to shrink the electorate. Trump and his Republican co-conspirators must also be held accountable for their attempted coup 
in the months after the 2020 election, leading to the January 6th attack on the Capitol. I mean, we're coming up just in a few weeks to the one-year, what do you call it, not really anniversary, the one-year marker for what happened on January 6th, that attempted coup. Nothing to date has held the perpetrators, the perpetrators, accountable. Hopefully the House committee now investigating the coup, the attempted coup, with the crucial and courageous participation of Republican representatives Liz Cheney and Adam Kinsinger, will report its findings early in the new year. Timing is essential. Republicans must not be allowed to delay the committee's work. If they take control of the House next year, they are surely going to shut the committee down. Armed with the committee's findings, the Justice Department has to take legal action against Trump and all lawmakers implicated in the attempted coup. Even before the committee reports, the Justice Department should impanel grand juries to weigh the evidence in its possession. The second step is to constrain big anger from social media, Fox News, and other outlets. There are two ways to do this without undermining freedom of speech. Revoke Section 230 of the Communications Act, which now protects digital media providers from liability for the content posted by their users, even if that content is harmful, hateful, or misleading. There is simply no continuing justification for this legal protection from liability, particularly at a time when the largest of these providers have become vast monopolies and also create a new fairness doctrine requiring that all broadcasters, including cable, cover issues of public importance in ways that present opposing perspectives. Now, true, this is going to be difficult to enforce, but it would at least affirm the public's interest and the nation's commitment to holding broadcasters to a higher standard than merely making money. The third step is to get big money out of politics. The current Supreme Court won't reverse the court's shameful decision in the Citizens United versus FEC and related cases. A constitutional amendment allowing the government to limit money spent on campaigns, well, that would be useful, but that's extremely unlikely given the difficulty of getting a constitutional amendment. But listen, campaign finance reform is possible by matching small donations with public dollars. This was in the original For the People Act, and it should be added to the Freedom to Vote Act. These are the minimal essentials for containing the big lie, big anger, and big money. All three steps are urgently needed. There's just no time to waste. Biden, Democrats, and any remaining principled Republicans, if there are any, along with the leaders of nonprofits, universities, labor unions, grassroots organizations, racial justice, environmental advocates, and business, must wage a war to save American democracy. And this war, my friends, must start immediately. Nothing else we do for America is as important. Nothing else that needs doing in America is possible unless we do this.